This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, we now bring you a discussion on 15th Finance Commission Committee on Legal Disputes, Defence and Fiscal Roadmap. The participants are AK Bhattacharya, Economic Analyst and Ruchika Chitravanshi, Journalist. India is a union of states where censor collects taxes and expenditure burden falls on the states. Now to strengthen the position of the states every 5 years center sets up a commission this year it's called the 15th finance commission which is basically tasked with improving the cooperative federalism and the quality of public spending and also the fiscal stability akv sir what do you think of the 15th finance commission recommendations for this year and what are the broad concerns that we have the interim recommendations that have been submitted to the government and uh, these interim recommendations are only for one year which is for 2020 2021 the full recommendations will be made available only by october 30 2020 which is a few year. months away what we can make out from the interim recommendations we see that broadly continuity has been maintained in the sense that the 14 finance commission had recommended that 42% of the total taxes collected should be shared with the states now what happens is that the taxes that are collected are distributed vertically as well as horizontally what i mean by vertical distribution is that from center it goes down to the states so the vertical distribution this year for the first year of the 15th finance commission period is about 41% compared to 42% given in the 14 finance commission now why 41% and why not 42% that is because in between jammu and kashmir they have become two okay. union territories as a result of which the liability of giving grants and sharing taxes those fall on the center outside the remit of the finance commissions like in delhi or in puducherry and other union territories the finance commission's tax devolution formula does not apply to the union territories since the center's responsibility on these two additional territories increased the 15 finance commission for the first year has recommended a reduction from 42% to 41% in other words is 1% of the tax divisible pool would remain with the center so that it can allocate them these two new union territories One of the things that uh, the 15th Finance Commission has to examine is a separate mechanism for funding defense and security related things. How do you think we are going to achieve this? This is quite a knotty issue because so far what we have seen is that both defense and internal security are areas where the center provides the bulk of the expenditure. In uh, India, defense is completely a central responsibility. whereas internal security is a responsibility that ideally and initially was with the states but over the last few years and many years we see how the center is also spending more money on internal security now as a result the central government's expenditure burden on defense and internal security is rising so this year an additional term of reference was given to the 15 finance commission headed by mr nk singh in which it was suggested that the commission should find out a mechanism by which expenditure for defense and internal security are provided for now how this mechanism will be created is a matter of speculation 
But what we can see from the current deliberations or the consultations that the Supreme Finance Commission has held so far with the state chief ministers and other experts is that there is a possibility of the government's expenditure on defense and internal security that could be sequestered and that could be taken out of the divisible pool. In other words, if the government is spending 100 rupees on defense and internal security, this 100 rupees will be taken out of the divisible pool so that the divisible pool comes down by 100 rupees and the distribution of the devolution takes place on the basis of taxes minus those 100 rupees. So what are the repercussions of reducing the divisible pool? Certainly the states will be short of the funds that will be sequestered as a result. There is also an alternative suggestion that why the entire defense and internal security expenditure of the center should be borne or taken out of the divisible pool. Why not only share the capital expenditure of defense and internal security? They can be taken out of the divisible pool. And that amount will be probably be around 3 lakh crore. In other words, uh, around 2 lakh crore will be the capital expenditure on defense and about 1 lakh crore will be the expenditure on internal security. Now, but even then, if 3 lakh crore is taken out of the divisible pool of the central taxes, the states will get that much less. So either way, whatever mechanisms you create, the states are likely to lose if this mechanism were to be recommended in whatever form and the center accepts them. But that will happen from the financial year of 2021-22 for a period of five years. Also, center has asked the commission to reconsider the special grants request also that they have made because they want that the money that they get should not be less than what they got previous year. What has happened is in this one-year recommendations or the interim recommendation of the mm -hmm. finance commission is that while the overall, the vertical devolution sharing formula has come down from 42% to 41%, but the government has been asked to share the revenue deficit amount mm -hmm. at the same level as well as the special grants the same level with the states as in the future, as in the past. Now, what we see now is the center has requested the commission to review its recommendation with regard to special grants because the center believes that it has already given 41% of the taxes to the states, doesn't want to get tied down to a formula where a fixed amount is given so that the grants that were given last year are protected. So I think it is a reflection of the state of government finances that the center wants the commission to review it. It is not that the center has made such a request for the first time, but I think asking finance commission recommendations to be reviewed are instances that are better avoided and not a recourse that should not be made. So all these points you are making make me feel that it's going to create a lot of stress on our fiscal situation. Yes, because you already have a situation where your fiscal deficit at the center is going to be for next year with 3.5%. Now, under the FRBM Act, uh, the state's combined fiscal deficit also should remain 3% of GDP combined, all the states, 30 states. Now, as of now, they are below 3%. But if these recommendations are implemented, the states will have a difficult time in meeting their fiscal deficit target, particularly in a year when the GST revenue have not kept pace as per the expectation. 
the overall the revenue buoyancy on the state gst has also not been very good and there is also some fear in the minds of states that the revenue deficit grants that were supposed to be 70000 crore for next year actual provision in the budget is only for a of about 30000 crore so there is a some sort of under provisioning in the budget for next year of course the government can come up with a supplementary grant supplementary budget to meet that 70000 crore target but states right now are a little tense and uh, one can see that there will be more consultation between the states and the center and also the states will make further representation before the finance commission which has not completed its job they will be completing the final recommendations only by the end of october 2020 from what i've read most of the recommendations have been accepted there's one mention of this measurable performance based incentives for state how is that implemented sir it's a quite an important condition because all grants should be linked to performance and if states do not meet those standards and criteria the center should be within its powers to discuss with the states that why certain measures should not be taken to help them improve those performance yardsticks and get what is due to them so therefore what the center wants through the finance commission is that while the states may meet their own revenue mobilization performances but they should also fulfill some of the conditions of prudent expenditure or revenue raising exercises so that their fiscal parameters are met i'm also very curious about something we were talking about earlier and you were saying that how the first finance commission was formed in 1951 and how far sighted everybody was in thinking how a country like india needs uh, something like a yeah, finance commission I, i think it's an instrument that uh, in my view makes for fiscally cohesive state the stage of economic development in different states is different you have underdeveloped states you have northeastern states you have got geographically hilly, uh, regions. hilly regions so therefore what the constitution makers had envisaged that this will be a conglomeration or a federation of states with huge differences there will be states which are very very competent and capable in raising revenues there will be states which will have a burden of huge population therefore we have to create a constitutionally mandated institution which comes and recommends how the central resources or the central revenues will be shared among the states so today what we see through this finance commission structure is those revenues are shared according to a well publicized transparent norms and how does the commission go about it's a most elaborate exercise that happens and that has been happening for the last 70 years finance commission has uh, not only has its chairman but also has got three or four or five members some of them are economists uh, some of them are technocrats some of them are bureaucrats so this team actually goes in for what we often call a bharat darshan which means they go to each and every state of the country they have a meeting with the chief ministers they ask the states that what is going to be their revenue projections for the next 5 years so it is not that the finance commission decides something in an ivory tower they actually go out to the state capitals get the feedback on their revenue projections one of the reasons this 15th finance commission has got its term extended by one year 
which is very rare. Only once in the past, the term of a finance commission has been extended. That was the ninth finance commission, which had also had a six-year period. Now, this extension happened because of a structural reform that was introduced in 2017 with the introduction of GST. Now, the GST is a good reform, but has also been very disruptive. So what we have seen is that the revenue growth that was supposed to be 14% is right now is only 11.5%. Now that has caused some disruption in the revenue flows of the states. So the center wants and the finance commission wants that the state should go back on the drawing board and come back with a more realistic revenue projections. And for that they need more time so that the next five years, the projections that are made and the formula that is recommended for tax devolution with the states is actually more close and realistic. Otherwise, the Finance Commission will recommend a certain formula for sharing of resources, but in actual reality, you might see that the state's revenue performances are different. So therefore, this extension has been very, very important. So when the revenue falls short and states have so much expenditure to undertake, will the Finance Commission plug this gap? Will it give extra push to the states where revenue collections are dismal? Well, the Finance Commission's powers are quite limited in a sense that it cannot recommend that what the states must do. That power vests under the Indian Constitution with the elected representatives of people in the states. So what the Finance Commission will do is this that based on the recommendations and the estimates made by the elected representatives of the people, they will give out a fiscal scenario for the states for the next five years. And this will be their projections for growth. This will be their projections for the expenditure. And this will be the likely impact on their fiscal deficit. And therefore, the center will know that what will be the liability for the states the states will know what are the expectations or what can be the expectation from the center on account of tax devolution so that clarity emerges and the states and the center can both take appropriate decisions. What a fascinating exercise, AKB. So the commission has to carefully consider the outlook for the next five years, particularly in the light of the emerging economic situation, which both states and center will be grappling with. Thank you so much, AKB, for joining us. Thank today. you. You were listening to a discussion on 15th Finance Commission Committee on Legal Disputes, Defense and Fiscal Roadmap. The participants were A.K. Bhattacharya, Economic Analyst and Ruchika Chitravanshi, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You can also follow us on the News on AIR app for updates. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.